T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. All right, 15 minutes to eat here for you on 560 WQAM. Take you up till two. If you missed any today's show, you guys can get the Tumblr Leroy podcast on all your podcast platforms. We're streaming live on YouTube and Twitch. Miami 560 WQAM is the channel there. He lose last night, 106-104 to the New York Knicks. And uh, we'll talk about it with our guy, Wes Goldberg, from Locked on Heat on the Kendall Toyota text line. Shop over 1,500 Toyotas, in, excuse me, the Toyota of Hollywood guest line. Shop over 1,500 Toyotas indoors in one of America's largest showrooms at Toyota of Hollywood on 441 between Hollywood and Sheridan. Wes Goldberg from Locked on Heat. He joins yeah. us there. What's going on, Wes? How are you, man? I'm good, guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man. It's good to have you, too. So uh, biggest takeaway from last night's game, another close one for Miami. Lose a, a tough one, basically, at the at the buzzer. Tyler misses the uh, the, the game-winning three. What were your uh, your biggest takeaways from last night? Well, the big one was I thought that the Cavaliers' win was one of the better wins for the Heat all season. You go, you, you, the Cavs are obviously a, a playoff team. They're looking like Eastern Conference contenders for large uh, parts of the season. They're fully healthy. And the Heat just haven't had, like, a lot of those kinds of, like, quality wins. And then you had a chance to do the same thing against the Knicks, and, and you didn't. Um, losing that game, they were really disappointed. Talking to the coaches and the players afterwards, like, they were just – there was it, – it wasn't – the most impatient and and maybe the most upset that they've been this year, but it it kind of reminded me of like those those losses to San Antonio in Miami and stuff. Like they they thought that they should have had that game, which I was a little surprised by honestly because I didn't think they played all that well outside of Bam and Max Drews hit a couple of shots. And other than that, but the fact that they even had an opportunity there with Tyler Hero to take that shot from the corner uh, to go for the win there with that three pointer, the fact that they even were able to get it that close again. Um, I thought was pretty surprising because I didn't think they played well at all. I, I, I didn't think they had any business winning last night's game. So just the fact that they had a chance to, to steal one on the road like that um, was all of that was surprising to me, including the reaction afterwards and just sort of how, uh, again, how, how disappointed the team just felt because it felt like they, I think they felt like they were building on stuff. And obviously this game has so much meaning in the standings when you're looking at Miami being six and the Knicks being seven. So I think they went in there thinking that they're going to win. And, and I don't think Spo is happy with overall just the, the, the performance that they put together. Wes, what do you think they're going to do with Kyle? Like this is, you know, a couple of first halves back to back. He hasn't scored. He's now basically not playing in the fourth quarter. I, I just, I don't know, man. It feels like Spo's almost starting him just out of respect for the name. 
but the fits just doesn't seem to be there right now. Um, like, do you feel like he's going to be here past the trade deadline? And if he is, how do they figure out how to utilize him? So my sense is that they've been pretty open about um, talking to other teams about possible trades. The hard, the hard thing about Lowry is I, I don't really know the deal that makes sense. You know, I, I, I don't know. I know that like the Timberwolves trade has sort of been out there with for D'Angelo Russell. I don't know that D'Angelo Russell is a fit in Miami culture-wise and all those kind of things. Um, and then obviously there's the Clippers out there. They're they're looking for a point guard. That to me makes the most sense. But I, Kyle Lowry's not at the top of their list. I think they're going to be looking for somebody like Fred VanVleet or or even Mike Conley. But if they don't want to part with the draft capital or if they're unable to get one of those guys, then maybe Kyle Lowry is an option for them. But when you're really looking what that trade would look like, you're probably not getting much uh, draft capital back if anything. Maybe some second rounders or just something like that. No first-round picks. You're probably getting somebody like Reggie Jackson or Robert Covington or maybe a Luke Kennard or a Marcus Morris back who are, you know, they're fine. They're, like, okay rotation players. But you're not doing you're, – you're not really going out and getting a, a real difference maker if you're trading Kyle Lowry. That said, there could be some motivation by the Heat to just get rid of Kyle Lowry because of his contract, right? Because this is a team that has a couple of extensions kicking in next year. They're going to be deep into the tax. They need to find ways to save money. And if Kyle Lowry – I think it's gone a little bit too negative for, uh, against him from the fan base a little bit. I think he's still a helpful player, but he's also not worth the, the, the almost $30 million that you're paying him right now production-wise. And he's just not producing. He's not producing. Like you said, he's not playing in fourth quarters anymore. I do think that um, he's dropped down in the pecking order. I mean, last year he was just in Sharpie, part of the closing lineup, and he's not that anymore. And that's everything that you need to know. You know, Spolstra can go up there and post-game press conference and say, hey, he's our QB1, Hall of Fame quarterback, blah, 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 nothing but respect, future Hall of Famer. But actions speak louder than words. And you're not playing this dude in the most important moments of games anymore. And that, to me, is meaningful. And it means to me that Kyle Lowry is no longer part of the core of this team. And then and then that, that presents those other questions is, okay, if he's not part of the core – do we trade him, and what does that kind of deal look like? And what would be, what would be, what would we be willing to give him up for, if only just to get some of that cap saving next year? And if you're making a move like that, what does that say about this year? If you're making moves to try to save money for next year, I, I just think the thing that's become fascinating with him is that I got the idea of having him last year. It was almost like you know training wheels for your two young guys in Bam and Tyler. I don't feel like they need him anymore. I feel like the chemistry that Tyler and Bam have together on top of, you know, Tyler's growth as a playmaker and Vic being a contributor this year. I just feel like he's kind of phased out. I don't know how much he has left in the tank. And I agree with you. It's probably turned too negative. I don't necessarily even think this is a Kyle's washed thing. I just, I don't know how good a fit he is here anymore. That's exactly it. I mean, He's talked about this. He's like, okay, more, more of my shots now are sort of the catch-and-shoot variety. I've got to play off the ball a little bit more and, and, and try to figure out a rhythm offensively in that way. And, look, those, those opportunities are there. Like, he's getting the shots. I don't even know if it's like a in-rhythm thing. He, those shots just aren't going in, and maybe it's part of his – maybe it's his age, you know. He, he's front-rimming these three-pointers and stuff like that. But even beyond that, um, the offense last year, the one that Kyle Lowry joined as a free agent, that was built around Kyle Lowry and Jimmy Butler doing their high basketball IQ, bully ball kind of offense. That is not the offense that he is part of anymore. Now it is Tyler Euro and Bam Adebayo, two-man game, pick-and-roll stuff, Jimmy Butler finding his spots off of that, and then Kyle Lowry having to find his spots off of that. Like this, The offense goes through Tyler and Bam now, so I agree with you completely. Like it, he's, he's, 
he's not really needed. I, I think even if you traded Kyle Lowry, I don't think that you even elevate Gabe Vincent into the starting lineup. I, I, the way this offense runs now, you just move Tyler back to point guard, put somebody else as shooting guard. Maybe it's Victor Oladipo. You give him the starting job. But the offense is still going to be Tyler Hero and Bam Adebayo running that pick and roll. And there's enough playmaking now between Tyler, between Bam, between Jimmy, that just, like, Kyle Lowry is so unselfish that it's almost, it's become not a fit in the offense. It's almost to a fault now because you almost, you just need players to be unselfish and take those shots that that the main triggers of the offense, which again are the Tyler Hero, Bam Adebayo pick and roll, Jimmy Butler post-ups, those main triggers are getting you those shots. And now Kyle Lowry is less of a shot creator and he has to be more of a shot maker. And that's just never really been what he's done in the NBA. And so I think it's been an adjustment for him. And if you could repurpose that money and, and that salary cap slot and all that stuff to somebody who's more of a fit, then I think if you're the Heat, you kind of have to look at that. Talking to Wes Goldberg, you guys catch him on Lockdown Heat. does a fantastic job with David Meal covering the Heat every single game. They do a great job on their YouTube page and all podcast platforms. One more before we get you out of here, man. Um, yeah. You seem uh, Jimmy Butler. You think he got snubbed on the All-Star game. Great. We're happy Bam made it, but you feel like Jimmy Butler should have as well. Jimmy Butler should have made it. I, I understand if it's the availability thing, but once Zion made it as a starter in the West, like, avail- like games play didn't matter anymore. Like, that was – and so the fact that he – Jimmy – there were so many issues with all the reserves, honestly. But, the, but if we're talking about Jimmy Butler, like – there's also that argument, well, if you, if Jim Butler, of course he's an all-star, but if he got snubbed and you think he should be on, who should be off? And usually that's a pretty good argument. It's like, yeah, you know what, there's only a limited amount of uh, reserves, there's only a limited amount of all-star uh, spots. But in this case, like Julius Randle over Jimmy Butler, come on. Like Drew Holiday, I get a little bit, but like there's, even DeMar DeRozan is at a nice year for Chicago, but I don't look at the Bulls as being like, one of these teams that needs to have an all-star on there. If you want to do the Julius Randle argument, you're like, all right, the Knicks get one, the Heat get one all-star. Like, okay, we could do that. Like, the Bulls don't deserve an all-star. And DeMar DeRozan's been fine. But Jimmy Butler's been awesome when he's on the court. And uh, last night was not a good showing by Jimmy Butler, so we didn't really back that up at all. But I, I just – I thought it was ridiculous. Like, Jimmy Butler's an all-star. He should be in there. Um, and so he got snubbed. But I do want to try to focus the conversation a little bit on All-Star, on Bam Adebayo making it, because he got snubbed last year. Yep. And the fact that Bam made it is huge. And I think it's very meaningful, by the way, that when the coaches had to give the Heat an All-Star, because you, know, you look at the, the reserves that they picked, and they're like, all right, each team gets an All-Star. When the coaches were looking at who did the Heat get, they didn't go with Jimmy. They went with Bam. And that, to me, is, is pretty significant when we're talking about Bam's status in the league and the respect that he's getting from coaches, rival players, and things like that. The players voted Bam really high. The coaches voted him really high. The national media voted Bam really high. Bam doesn't really have the fan support that he needed. That was the issue with, with, in terms of him getting more votes and, and getting into one of the starting spots potentially. But uh, I think the fans will catch up next year. But he's got nothing but respect, the utmost respect from people who know ball across the league. Appreciate the time. Where are you, where are you going to eat? What do you got going on there? What are we, what are so, we waiting for? <laughs> We, I just had lunch. I'm still in New York, so I apologize for some of the background noise here. I tried Not to find a problem quiet at all. It was, either, it was either this or staying in the 20 degree weather. So I was like, you know what? They could deal with a little bit of background noise. <laughs> Are you? Uh, what did you uh, like? Cause it kind of looks like a Flanagan's, but obviously it's New York, so it's not. What did you? Uh, what did you? Uh, eat a for Flanagan's lunch? would be wonderful. What is this place called? The Malt House. The Malt House. Um, so uh-huh. I just had a buffalo chicken sandwich. It was, it was solid. Yeah. Uh, really man. Good. Are you going to Milwaukee? Or are you uh, on your way back here? I'm coming back tomorrow morning, back to Miami. No more cold weather for me. All right, buddy. Safe <laughs> travels. Thank you for giving us some time. Thanks, guys. There you go. Wes Goldberg. Check him out. Locked on Heat. 
uh, does a tremendous job, uh, their podcast with David Ramil. Uh, and uh, we appreciate him giving us some time. Malt House? You're not fooling anyone, New York. That's an alehouse. Come on. <laughs> Malt House, dude? What? You think they're just switching it up they're on us? switching the name on. Oh, no, this is they an alehouse. They just made it a lot fancier. This is Malt I just House. I just got really jealous because I was like, man, I really want lunch. So I'm. Well, you know I what? I've noticed we get very hungry. <laughs> like around this like well, slot. This is now, like this is the time slot to be hungry. We're hungry, yep. dude. We're hungry, I'm hungry dude. I'm ready I'm to starving. ready to go. Uh, we got one more segment. We'll be back with more after this. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty five dollars per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty five dollars per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.